All right, and we are back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you're looking for the baby voice, she ain't here. She's still asleep because sis don't play about her sleep, even though last night she told me to wake her up to record. But nope, I have a show later today, and she ain't about to have me have no bad attitude trying to wake her up. You ain't about to curse me out. You ain't about to tell me how I'm ruining your life and how I should just let you sleep because you need your beauty rest and how decent of a person you are after you get full 15 hours of sleep. Nope, not doing that with you today. I told him, I said, not nan one of y'all. The big one, the medium one, and the little one. The big one is her dad, the medium one is her brother, and the little one is her. Neither one of y'all up because it's getting under my skin today. Not doing it. I am floating through the day, okay? Because I know for a fact, the second that any one of them get on my nerves, once I hit the stage, more than likely, I'm going to tear them apart. And I don't want that for them. So I said, you know what? If it's a topic that she really wants to revisit, we can go back and, you know, touch base on it or whatever, whatever. But for the most part, I ain't about to stop, wake her up, fight with her, you know, fight with her to get in the shower, brush her teeth, wash her face and lotion up and all of that stuff. Eat breakfast. It's just too much when I'm ready right now. So that's how we going to be. I'm ready right now. We going to handle it right now. And you know, she can just get in where she fit in. So anyways, last night, um, last night when I got in from practice, uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to just go and chill with AJ. So I went and I chilled with her and we were talking. And were we talking? Well, so, so, somewhat of talking, but she, oh, that's how we got on the subject. She had went to the bathroom and then she had came right back. And I was like, bro, that was mad fast. Cause it was, you know, dark and late in the house. And I'm like, that was mad fast. Did you even flush? She was like, mm, I forgot to flush. I was like, which means that you probably didn't wash your hands. Take your nasty ass back to the bathroom and handle that. So she told me, she was like, you know, it's just honestly, like I move so fast when I'm trying to go to the bathroom at night because of the demons. And I'm like, demons, what demons? She was like, yeah, you know, there's demons all around us. And I'm like, yeah, I suppose. And so that led us to talking about, she, she asked if adults can see, or no, she asked if adults are afraid of demons. And I said, yeah and no. And then that led me to the topic that we will discuss today. And this is, uh, like I said, just came up a couple hours ago because, you know, it was in the middle of the night. Um, so I don't really have a whole great deal of uh, structure on the topic. I'm, you know me, I just speak from the heart. And as we just going to go from where we go from. But the question really like struck a chord in me because, well, not even the question struck a chord, more so the answer struck a chord. When she asked me like, you know, do our adults afraid of demons? And like, it made me kind of like change the thought pattern, I guess. Cause you know, or you know what? It made me, it made me really look at how we view things the perception of things from being a child versus being adult, an adult. And I, as I'm sitting there trying to like find the words to like explain it to her, it really like caught me. And I said, I was like, you know what? Demons 
are different when you are an adult. An adult. When you're a kid, you look at demons as monsters that you, you're afraid of. You might not have ever seen them, but, you know, in your imagination, they are there. I don't even want to say in your imagination, you know, some people may be like super, super, super religious and spiritual or whatever, whatever. So I'm not trying to take away from that. But when you're a kid, you know, for the most part, um, those who haven't experienced like supernatural phenomena and stuff like that. But when you're a kid and you hear the word demon, you more so think like maybe devil, um, maybe like a monster, a bad monster, um, you know, things like that, like a boogeyman type of person. And I told her, I said, what's scary like what you deem scary right now as a kid, the the monsters that you, you know, think are there, the monsters that you think you're running from or whatever. As an adult, those monsters are not outside of you. As an adult, those monsters are inside of you. So when you think demon as a child, you're thinking monsters, you know what I'm saying? Um, terrible boogeyman Candyman, i don't know jason freddie michael myers all of them scared pe- them scary people like you're thinking of something or someone or some entity that's out to get you they're coming to get you you know what i'm saying oh my gee they, i have an enemy that's what you're thinking now as an adult it's more scary as a kid you think it's more scary because the boogeyman under the bed you know what I'm saying? But as an adult, as an adult, it is fucking terrifying because you realize that it's not the boogeyman under the bed. It's not the Michael Myers that you're concerned about. It's not the Freddy Cougar coming in your dreams. All of those things that existed outside of yourself when you were a kid, they now exist inside of you as an adult. They manifest themselves as stress, anxiety, fear, uh, trauma. You know what I'm saying? Um, Doubtfulness, confusion. These are the demons that you face as an adult. And it's scary because as a kid, okay, I can probably run and hide over here and the demon can't get me. But as an adult, where are you running to? Where are you running to? How do you escape the demons that are inside of you? You know what I'm saying? When you're an adult, demons, quote unquote, take such a different form. And that shit is terrifying. When you know that there's something in you that is just not sitting well, it's not doing what it's supposed to do, it's not benefiting you, it's holding you back, it's hindering you, it's making you not be able to love and live to your full potential, that's fucking scary because how do you fix that? You get what I'm saying? There is no table that you can run and hide under. There is no mama's leg that you can go and grab to. You know, there is no daddy that you can stand behind. It's literally just you and your internal thoughts and feelings. And a lot of times, you know, especially in recent times, the world is changing in ways where we are comparing ourselves. We are not 
actually seeing ourself and our value because we're so worried about what that looks like up against somebody else's self and their value and their journey. You know what I'm saying? Then you have whatever stress factors is coming into life, you know, be it a job, money, housing, friendships, uh, familiar relationships, like these things all come into play. God forbid you even bring up childhood trauma because most of us went through shit as children or experienced certain feelings that we never got a chance to actually express or um, observe, you know, to go through, to pick apart. So we just kind of sitting with all of this shit and it just stirs. It's just like a pot of gumbo. And every every couple of years, every month, every couple of months, every couple of days, we're adding to that pot of gumbo. We're adding to the pot of demons and we're just stirring that bitch around. But at some point, we got to actually break down what the ingredients of this fucking terrible ass gumbo is. We got to take it apart so that we don't mix these ingredients together again. You feel what I'm saying? And the reality is most of us who are dealing with um, adult demons or internal, you know, feelings that are hindering us. um, Either we don't know where to start in facing them. We're too afraid to face them or we've become so comfortable living with them that they're just in the bedroom the second bedroom, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they sleep on the couch. They're the house guests that won't leave. And y'all know how I feel about house guests. You know, I, I know that the, the audio on that one sounds terrible and I tried to re-record it, but you don't even supposed to be here. You don't even supposed to be here. I don't even like hosting. I don't like people pulling up on me and just, hey, I need to lay on your couch for like three days. I don't even like that. So if I don't like people in real life doing it why would I like the demons to do it the internal fears and the restrictions that you place on yourself why would you even want that on your on your couch in your spare bedroom you know what I'm saying like you got to get them shits the fuck up out of your life but like I said most people either don't know where to start or they're afraid you know that's why I'm like I'm an advocate I, I really do believe that there's some help in therapy I really do believe that there's some help in releasing those feelings that you have or or or, you know, having someone assist you in processing what you're feeling and understanding why you're feeling them. Because honestly, if you understand why something is happening, you have a better chance at preventing it from happening. You have a better chance of preparing yourself for, you know, in the event that it happens, you you know what to do, you know what not to do, you know how to breathe through it or not breathe through like you you're prepared you get what I'm saying so um I definitely would suggest therapy if it's if it's accessible if it's not accessible there are there are alternatives sorry (laughs) um there are alternatives but you just got to be willing to actually do the work on yourself to to say like you know what I'm not okay with living with these demons. I can see that I can be so much further without them. So it's time that I draw up the eviction notice. Squatters got to get out. You got to fucking leave. No, you can't receive mail at this address because then that means that you live here, that you're a resident and you don't. You don't. You were an unwanted guest and I'm ready to do the work to help you pack your shit and get the fuck up out my head. You know what I'm saying? Um, I looked online and like, you know, cause I was like, Oh, let me try to actually, you know, put in, put something to this. But, um, 
I looked online and I seen a couple of ways that you can help battle your quote unquote inner demons. Um, I didn't actually read the article, (laughs) but the seven ways were I can see how they play in. So the first one they have is acknowledge them. If you don't know or if you're scared to look it in the face, how are you going to figure out how to defeat it? You know what I'm saying? If you don't stop and say, I'm fucked up in this area. I don't know how to trust. I don't know how to love. I don't know, you know, how to let go of this trauma or, you know what I mean? If you don't acknowledge it, trust me, you ain't even going nowhere. Like you're going to sit and always have these same feelings because you keep dismissing them or acting like they don't exist. You have to acknowledge them. And most of the time when you're not acknowledging them, the people around you, the people that you care about the most, they can see the problem. And it's more, it starts to really like affect them, not necessarily affect them, but it starts to hinder your friendship or whatever relationship you have with them because you become a sad sack. You become a sad sack. You have all of these problems and you're not interested in finding a solution. Most people do not want to be around that because that negative energy, it transfers. You know what I'm saying? Once once you start to see somebody who's always just upset about what they're going through, always have um something sad to complain about, you just be like, fam, I'm I'm gonna holla at you tomorrow. Or in three weeks. You know what I'm saying? It's really and then that fucks you up even more because now you done added to the pot of gumbo. Now your friends don't really want to be around you. So whatever negative feelings you initially felt they're now reinforced. You know what I'm saying? It's now a little bit more added onto it because instead of you saying like, yo, I do have this problem and I, I, I do need to figure out how to work on it. You're acting like shit don't stink this regular. And this is just what it is. Okay. Well that can be just what it is for you, but the people around you may not be okay with that for them. You know what I'm saying? I know for me, I have my moments where I'm down. We all battle our demons. We all have stuff that we go through, right? But it's just about how you get through it more so than, you know, having them, right? But I did go through a time where I felt very down and it was very obvious and it was showing to the people around me. It was show, It was just like, you know, I couldn't be any type of light to anyone around me because I was just so consumed with darkness and I felt like there was no way out of the darkness. And when you feel like that, you're not going to really like face the problem. You know what I'm saying? You just, it's, you know, it's a problem, but it's like, mm, I'm not going to pinpoint what the problem is. I just, I'm fucked up. And that's where a lot of people just general, I'm fucked up. I'm just a fucked up person. And it's like, you're not, though. I mean, maybe you are at your core. But what it sounds more to me like is that you just became OK with being this dark ass person and living with these demons, because instead of doing the work, it's easier to, for you to just be miserable. It's not more helpful. It's not more beneficial, but it's just easier. And honestly, it's not even easier because if. If you don't like yourself every day that you wake up with these demons is a struggle. And at some point or another, them motherfuckers is going to beat you. They're going to beat the shit out of you. They're going to beat the shit out of you 
because you decided that this is just what it is. Things won't get better. Things don't get better. People who believe that they do get better, they're, they're delusional. So this is just what it is. No, it doesn't have to be like that. It does not have to be like that. Are you going to do something about it? Well, the first step is to acknowledge that, yeah, I'm fucked up because of this. This part of me makes me fucked up. I have trust issues. I don't believe shit that you say. Okay, now that we've acknowledged that you have trust issues, let's let's break that down further. Where did they come from? When did you realize that you had trust issues? You know what I'm saying? Do the work on yourself. Like, who's, who's texting me? Do the work on yourself. You know, don't just sit there and be like, okay, well, this is what it is. Because it can be what it is. It's your life. We can't tell you otherwise. But the people around you, they do have a right to surround themselves with people who make them feel like love and light. And if you're not making the people around you feel like that because your energy is so fucked up because all you want to do is sit there and play pity pat with your demons, then you can't get mad at them for saying, hey, this ain't working out. You know what I'm saying? I, it sucks, but I've been through that. Y'all, I talk about it all the time, how I'm constantly losing friends. I mean, I ain't going to say that it's not constant anymore. Like I think I pretty much... I'm only down to like two friends, really. So, you know, and I'm pretty much lost everything that I'm really going to lose at this point. Now it's just about rebuilding. But I had to look at myself and talk to, I don't even want to say like sit with my demons. I had to process these motherfuckers. You know, why am I losing friends like this? Where is this coming from? Is it me or is it them? I would like to say is them, but that's not me acknowledging the demons that are inside of me because if everybody is deciding that a friendship with me is not something that they you know is not something that's beneficial to them is not something that's feeding their soul then it might be me it might be my light I might have put a lampshade over my bulb and I'm just bringing darkness to everybody you know what I'm saying and if everybody around me decides that hey this is not working in my life then I got to deal with that. I got to accept that because I wasn't trying to work on my demons at that time. I wasn't trying to figure out what the problem was. I was just content being sad and miserable and believing all of the negative thoughts that I would conjured up in my head and then wondering why everybody is turning on me. You know what I'm saying? Even to this day, I still kind of have a little bit of complex of y'all niggas don't really fuck with me like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's not because of like my friendships that I lost or anything like that. That's genuinely because I went through a stage where I felt like because because I wasn't getting from other people what I thought that I was supposed to get. That meant that everything around me, like nobody wanted to be bothered. You know what I'm saying? I was just a burden. I felt like a burden. You know, I felt like nobody wanted to take my calls. Nobody wanted to hang out with me. Like, I just felt like that. And, and now, even to this day, sometimes I still feel like that. So it's like, I don't be reaching out to people who may want to hang out. If you don't hit me up to say like, yo, what's up? Like, let's chill. In my mind, you don't, you don't want to kick it. You know what I'm saying? It's like a see, I'll see you when I see you type of thing. But it took me losing all of my friends to realize, bitch, you are the problem. You have to sit with your demons. You have to not sit and live with them, but sit 
process them and, you know, tell them this is not where you can be. Like, you know, I got you a train ticket. You can go somewhere else. You just can't stay here. You know what I'm saying? So the first step is to actually acknowledge it, because if you're not going to acknowledge them, then you're just going to continue to be dark and to shed your dark to 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 spread your darkness. You know what I'm saying? It's just not going to be a good vibe. Now, the second thing that they say is that when you're feeling it, when you're feeling really down, focus on your good memories. Now, that's a catch 22 for me, because when I was going through my shit and I was feeling down, my good memories were um, all of my good memories were basically tied to the people who did not want to be in my life anymore. You know, the friends that I lost and everything. So that really that one is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Um, But there's still other memories that you can you can conjure. You know what I'm saying? That may be different for you. For me, my good memories were very much attached to the friendships that I had and that I lost because I was very dependent and reliant on my friends, you know, and I was very um, for some of them, the stronger ones, I was very take, 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 take. And for the ones who I didn't feel were that emotionally strong I was very much like here you know let me be some strength for you but how strong can I be for other people when I'm emotionally broken it's only so much you can do so one of my friendships basically came to an end because you know outside of like some other differences but one of my friendships came to an end because it was like yo you have a lot of emotional things that you're dealing with and right now I don't think that I'm strong enough right now to be the support that you need you know like if you feel as though I wasn't being as supportive then maybe it's a good thing that you feel like that because I don't know what more I could do to make you feel the support you know and at that time their light was kind of starting to dim on me and I didn't want to I'm dealing with my shit everybody dealing with shit everybody got shit going on but it's only so so much strength that I can give to you when I'm barely holding on myself you know and it's not fair for me to go to my other friends and try to draw from their strength to you know accommodate for or to compensate for my own lack of strength that I'm you know so I'm like basically I'm going to my strong friends trying to build up my strength through them so that I can have enough strength to give to my weaker friends. You know what I'm saying? It just was too much. But back to the focus on the good memories. Good memories don't have to always be um, aligned with friendship or with other people, period. It may just be a moment where you felt victorious of something. You know what I'm saying? One of my good memories that now when I'm feeling like, you know, unsure, whatever, whatever, um, one of my good memories is the first time when I was on stage and I made the crowd laugh that sits with me that sits with me so every time I'm starting to feel insecure or like I I don't belong or like I'm not good enough in any situation I just think back to that day on stage you know when I cracked the joke and all of the and I looked in the crowd and I seen people laughing that shit was like bitch don't forget who you are yeah, you down today, but you make people smile. You have the power and the potential to make people feel good. The power and the potential. Potential alone will make a bitch, for me, potential alone will make a bitch feel better. Just knowing that it's possible. 
That's why I be cheering for other people. And even though like I get into those moments where it's like, yo, I want to be happier for you or I got to mute you because you're doing what I want to do or you're more active in the field that I want to be active in. And it's making me feel like I have to compare myself to you. I'm still happy for you. And I still want you to go out there and win. Why? Because when you win, even if it's not a direct win for me, we all win because you're showing me that what I'm looking for, what I want in life is possible. All I need to see is that it can be done. That's it. It don't necessarily have to be done by me. All I need to do is to see that it can be done. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you just got to take the take what you can and and focus on the good memories. And I don't know how that last part tied into that, but whatever. Bitch, just be preaching. Just follow along. So let's see what they got for number three. I don't know. Where where did shit go? The whole thing just went away. All right, let's try a refresh. My Wi-Fi has been acting real not Verizon lately, and I don't understand why, because it's very much Verizon. All right, number three is cut yourself some slack. That's, that's a big one. That's a big one. Cut yourself some slack. Don't be too lenient with the slack now. Still hold yourself accountable, but cut yourself some slack. Take it a day at a time. If yesterday you felt like, you know, you were incapable today, maybe you wake up and you feel I can and you show yourself something small that you can do. It may not have to be it it doesn't have to be the big thing. Start with something small, because all you need to do again is to see that you can is to see that it's possible. You know what I'm saying? So say maybe you've been depressed. You know? And you've been in your room for three weeks crying and whatnot. Okay, well, today, go cry in the kitchen. (laughs) Go sit on the porch. You know, baby steps. You don't got to leave the house. Go sit on the couch and open the blinds. Let some light in. Get you some vitamin D. You know what I'm saying? Baby steps. Cut yourself some slack. You don't have to do it all in a day. You don't have to do it all, you know, in one moment because this is something more than likely it's stuff that's built up over time. You know what I'm saying? And it may not be just one thing. It may not be like, oh, I have a, a problem with uh, a financial complex. Like I'm not good with finances. That may have been something that built up over time. That may have been something that you've seen, you know, from someone else when you were growing up and you kind of just pulled that into who you are, pulled that into your consciousness and tuck that in your back pocket. You know what I'm saying? So now when you're trying to work through these situations, it's like, okay, I do have this bad relationship with finance, with finances, but let's work on this in the present. And then let's also see where did this come from? Why do I feel this way? That's really very important. Why do I feel this way? Why is this a bother to me? Where did this come from? What is the origin story to this villain that is living inside of me? You know what I'm saying? That's it. But again, cut yourself some slack. Because this is a process. It's not just going to happen overnight. It's not just going to be I'm feeling down tomorrow, today, and then tomorrow I wake up and everything is just right where I need it to be. No, you're going to have to kind of rework your energy, rework your mindset. And it doesn't happen overnight. It starts with a step. So as you're taking that step, don't feel like, You're not doing enough. You know what I'm saying? Congratulate yourself on what you did. Okay, bitch, I brushed my teeth this morning. 
I've been in this bed for three weeks. And this morning, I woke up and decided I'm going to get this plaque up off these bitches. I'm going to scrape that tongue. I'm going to brush that motherfucker real good. I'm going to get the flossing. I'm, I'm, and then after that, I'm going to wash my face. But that's all I'm going to do today. I'm going to go to the couch and sit back down in my Snuggie and watch my depressed TV. That's all I got for you today. It's a start. Okay. Cut yourself some slack. Um, next is they say, don't settle, keep fighting. That should kind of go without saying, um, everybody has their own feelings on, you know, what they feel when they're down or whatever. Um, me personally, I have, I've never been suicidal. I've had moments where I wish that I didn't feel anything, but I've never been suicidal. Now, there's a lot of people out there that have felt suicidal and you would have never thought like, damn, like I never would have pegged you, you know, for for that type of feeling, that specific type of feeling. I never would have thought that that's something that you would experience. We don't know what people go through. That's why these demons are known. The adult demons are known as internals like they're, they're the internal demon. They're inside of somebody. So like, yeah, they might be smiling all the time and presenting themselves in a way where you think everything is all well and good. Hello, defense mechanism. You know, but they may be thinking like, yo, I just don't want to do this shit no more. You know, like everything that's going on is getting the best of me and I just don't want to be here no more. Let me tell you something. OK, if I know you personally, if I don't know you at all, I don't care. And when I say I don't care, it's not I don't care about you. I don't care if I know you well enough to say these things to you, but I'm going to say them anyway. If you ever feel like that is the only option for you baby know that somebody somewhere is going to miss the fuck out of you whether you know it whether you believe it whatever you are here for a reason okay we all have these demons we all going through shit you are not alone and if you feel alone don't be ashamed to seek help a support group a friend that you can trust a therapist somebody but don't think that you got to go through this shit alone because you don't because you don't you hear me you do not and I know this is getting a little heavy but the reality the reality is as much shit as I talk about people I really want everybody to feel good I really want everybody to be okay with themselves because I really believe you niggas have something. You niggas are here for a reason. If you got children, your children need you. If you are someone's child, your parents, they going to need you. You know what I'm saying? If you have friends, they going to need you. People will be sad if you go. And if somebody has ever said that to you, nobody will be sad. If you fuck them, they don't know what the fuck they talking about. They're just projecting what they feel about themselves onto you people will miss you there's no reason for you to have such a permanent solution to situations that are temporary tomorrow is another day another opportunity to try another opportunity to do better than what you did today you know another opportunity to take a step closer to dealing with these demons to getting them to fuck about your household evicting they ass packing them packing up they shit in the trash bag putting it at the door i called you an uber it's time 
You know what I'm saying? Just keep fighting. Just keep fighting. Please do not give up. Please do not feel like the whatever situation is the end all be all and that's it. There's no there's no fixing it. Because I promise you, I promise you, there is people out there who will be like, why the fuck would they do that? I needed them. And granted, you know, that's a whole different episode that we're going to have to get to one day about, you know, dealing with death and how selfish it is of you to say like, yo, I needed that person. Why did they die? But if they, you know, the new term unalived, if they unalive themselves, you know, it can kind of be one of those like, why would they leave me like this? Why would they do that? You know what I'm saying? Get help. Okay. Talk to somebody. You are worthy of life you are worthy of healing you are worthy of shedding your you know sharing and spreading your light you are worthy of it and don't let nobody or no situation make you feel otherwise motherfuckers get down okay motherfuckers get down but it's not about you getting down it's about you getting up okay everybody trips fall stumbles everybody does it just happens you ever watched a fucking baby Learning how to walk, shit funny as hell. Every two steps, they falling down. I swear on everything. Like, they got the strongest knees I've ever seen. That shit should just be like, step, step, boom. Step, step, pow. And guess what? Them little knees, they get to shaking, but the motherfuckers stand right back up. And then, then guess what happens? The next week, the very following week, that struggling baby, that baby who was struggling to stand the fuck up and walk, you know what happens that next week? You can't catch them motherfuckers. They so goddamn fast. Them motherfuckers is like Shikari Richardson out that bitch. They be gone. You're like, yo, how does this happen? Your legs did not even fucking work last week. Last week you was waddling like a penguin. Last week I tapped you on the forehead and you fell over. And now I got to fucking get in the on your mark, get set, go pose to catch you. So much can happen <laughs> in this time frame. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody gets down. Everybody gets down. But it's not about... You know, what you do when you down is about how you get up and the fact that you get up and every day that you take a step to feeling better, congratulate yourself, celebrate that shit. You have to celebrate it, even if it's a small win, because the small wins are the baby steps that get you to the top. It gets you to the landing where you got some traction up under your feet and you can get a grip on what you have going on in life. That's what you have to do. You can't just look at it as, okay, well, that's a baby step. All I did today was brush my teeth. Bitch, you've been depressed and funky. Your ass stink. Your pit stink. You smell like a fish market down there. And you brushed your teeth today. Celebrate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Celebrate that shit. Now, if you wasn't in a depressed state and that's all you did, then we got a lot of work to do, buddy. We got a lot of work to do. But if you're going through something... That's how you climb the fuck up out of there. You take the baby steps and every step you take, you have to appreciate it. You have to congratulate yourself. You have to talk to yourself and say, look, bitch, this could have been a, uh, this could have been another day. You know what I'm saying? Of me just baking in my farts. But today, today, I'm gonna go wash my ass and then I'm gonna sit on the couch with my Snuggie and a fresh pair of drawers. Hashtag progress, bitch. You understand what I'm saying? You got to celebrate your smoke, your wins, and they will get you to where you need to be, honey. They will get you 
where you need to be. All right. So number five says um, go for an intensive workout. Now, it's no secret that when you work out, your body releases endorphins and those endorphins are very similar. Did I say that right? Endorphins? Whatever. If you are old enough to listen to this podcast, then you know what the fuck I'm trying to say. But those are like natural highs. You know what I'm saying? And it's one of those things that is weird because you don't want to work out because you're sad. But working out will induce natural happiness. But you don't want to do anything because you're sad. So the way to get unsaid or one of the ways to get unsaid is to do the thing that you don't want to do that unleashes, you know, um, the good energy that you're searching for. So it's like a circle. I don't want to do the thing that's going to make me happy. But I don't want to be sad. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, take your ass for a little workout if you, you know. Hey, and that's the thing. This is number five in the list, right? So if it's number five, then we can baby step our way to the fucking workout. You hear me? We can baby step that. Okay? So today, maybe you don't feel up to working out. You still want to, you know, stew a little bit in your sadness or whatever. But you still got to make some type of progress, right? So instead of working out, you know, maybe you focus on a different aspect of your healing. Baby steps. Maybe... Instead of working out, you get up and you fix yourself some ramen noodles. You know what I mean? You boil the water, drop the noodles in, take it out, put the little packet in, stir it around. Boom. Right? Progress. Right? You did something. It may not have been a lot, but it's something. It's more than what you have been feeling up to do. You are taking a baby step here. Okay? And the baby steps will lead up to you feeling up to going out and doing an extensive workout. You know, some people may not have to do all of that to get to the extensive workout. Some people may just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go fucking lift some weights up. Hand me the dumbbells, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Some people just automatically go there. Good for you. Everybody's process is different. Okay. Everybody's process is different. But working out will definitely help release some of those endorphins to make you feel better. But let me tell you something about working out. After you work out, for me at least, I know after I get a real good workout, bitch, you can't tell me shit. Demons where? Them bitches went to lunch. They'll be back at five o'clock. Demons where? You see this fat ass sitting up? No, it may not be sitting up. It may be all in my head, but I'd rather that be in my head than these fucking demons. You hear what I'm saying? You see these calf muscles? I was killing them calf raises. Yeah, bitch. Now I feel like the shit. It may only be till five o'clock, but guess what? If at five o'clock shit get too bad, at 530, a bitch can do another workout. Okay? And, and worst case scenario, what can happen if you use your little extensive workouts as the baby steps to get you out of that, that, that state of, you know, internal demon-esque, I guess. I don't know. But if you fucking using the, the workout process, guess what's going to happen once you finally let go of all them damn demons? You going to be buff. If you a nigga, you might have a chest. Hopefully you, did, you didn't skip leg day because that's a fucking annoying big ass refrigerator build niggas with these spongebob ass legs i hate that shit stop it but i'm not here to judge right now this is not the episode for that i'm here to uplift 
know what I'm saying? But the point that I'm making is if you run that cycle back and keep running that back and every time that you start to feel down, like you don't know what's going on with yourself or you can't, you, you're losing your grip and you start to go and do a workout, guess what's going to happen? Your body is going to respond to that. Yeah, bitch, we're going to keep releasing endorphins, but is that a muscle? I'm sorry, girlfriend, turn around. You looking real cakey back there. Them sad squats is really working out for you. Them depressed dips is really cutting into them arms. I see you, baby. Shit. You you have to find your win, how you can find it, y'all. And definitely going for a very serious workout, deep workout, that's going to release some shit that's going to really help you through, okay? Um, Let's see. Number six is uh, let the positive emotions take control. That's really, really, really easier said than done. But again, that ties right back into um, focusing on your, your win. The small wins matter. Your small wins matter. The last one they say is tame the dragon or kill it. Face yours fear. You have to tame the dragon. Okay, so we'll just say that this more so is about facing fears. Um, yeah, fear suck, bro. I've never been one to, for the most part, I face whatever fear comes up. If I know that I'm afraid of it, then I'll take a deep breath and I just go for it. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, there are other things that, you know, may excite fear or may ignite fear in me. But for the most part, you know, I just kind of face what I got to face. And like I said, that's easier said than done. My daughter, she looks my both my kids. They look at me like, yo, but you you're not afraid of that. And I'm like, but see, that's the thing. Every time you see me do something brave and you think that I'm not afraid, the truth is I'm fucking terrified. And the thing is, we don't tell our kids that, you know what I'm saying? We got to look like we're not afraid when we really are. You know what I'm saying? We got to uphold this image because we have to keep their confidence high. We have to keep their, make sure they don't take in that fear that we're, we're feeling, you know what I'm saying? It, if you up against something big or, you know, you like shit, baby, get behind me. But your little heart beating fast as hell, too. You over there trembling. But, you know, that, another story for another day. Having kids will make you way more braver than you ever have been because you know that you have to protect them. You know that you have to shake that fear because they already are consumed with fear. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be strong for them. But... um facing your own fears like outside of children and outside of everything else it's just like bro um just I don't see it's easier for me to just say face it but all right how about this check in with the origin why are you afraid of this why is this a fear when did this become a fear? What were you going through around the time that it became a fear? Me personally, I have social anxiety now, which is really crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to be just, bitch, I'm here. Don't get me wrong. Once I'm in the spot, um, I'm still here. But lately I've become very much an ambivert. You know, um, I do like to stay home. I do like to be by myself not necessarily that I like to be by myself but I'm very much a person that if I want to do something if I want to experience something I want to experience it in the way that I want to and if I'm not going to experience it in that way then I'm okay with not experiencing it at all so basically if you know 
if I want to smoke weed, because it's 420, right? If I want to smoke weed and the only weed that's available is like some Reggie, some Airy from like 2005, right? Um, I'm just not going to smoke it. Because it's not going, it's not going to give me the experience, the feeling, the vibe that I really want. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to make me cough. It's going to make me, you know, probably get a headache because, you know, bad weed. So I might be, you know, everybody, be, oh, here's, you know, I got you some weed. You can roll it up. And I look at it and it's some bullshit. I'm just be like, you know, I'm good. I'm good. Because if I, it's not how I want it. It's not the thing that I want. So, yeah, I have become an ambivert because if I can't experience things in a way that I would like to experience them, then I'd just rather not, you know, I'll be patient and wait for it when I, you know, for it in the way that I can or the way that I want. Um, but when I go places, if I see that there's a lot of people outside, I get real, you know, eh, I'm good. Yeah. I want to go home. I don't really want to do this. However, when I am actually around a bunch of people, I'm pretty much the life of the fucking party. I want everybody to have a good time. I want to see everybody smiling. If you feel like you are the ugly duckling and you don't really have that many friends and nobody really talks to you because of whatever reason, bitch, I'm pulling you out the corner. Come be social with us. You could be on my hip for the evening, but we're going to have us a good time. You feel what I'm saying? But we got to get inside to do that. And my my thing is getting inside. You know what I'm saying? I used to be fine. I used to just roll up to the spot. Boom. I'm here. What's up? Now I got to like face what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Now I got to maybe spend the block a couple of times and whew, okay. All right. All right. We could do this. 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 Like even when I got on a stage last time, um, as they called me up, I started to not necessarily feel nerves, but instead of me jumping up there and, you know, having like a great deal of energy, I just, as I was walking up the steps to the stage, I took some deep breaths and I was real. All right, let's do this. And then I flipped the switch. You understand? Sometimes you just got to flip the switch. Sometimes you just got to say, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Ah, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and flip the switch and run away from the, the wall. You know what I'm saying? Trust, trust in yourself. Trust that you can do this. Trust that you can look at whatever it is that is fucking with you and say, nah, I'm good. We ain't going to keep doing that. We ain't going to keep doing that. Let me go and get the black plastic bag so that you can put your clothes in and you and your demon friends can get the fuck on. You know, and that's really like I know that we're adults, but if you have children, I would definitely suggest that you um, or even if you don't have children, shit, watch Inside Out. I think it was Disney. I think it was a Disney Pixar movie. Watch that shit. It's about a girl who moves to a new town and it's basically her emotions that like it, it, her emotions tell the story, you know, she's got joy, sadness, anger, uh, some, you know, a couple other emotions or whatever. And it, it's such a good ass story because it shows you sadness that you tuck away. You know what I'm saying? It shows you how to unlock a core memory to bring you, you know what I'm saying? Like it just really was like a good ass movie 
that showed kids how to or gave them a a stepping stone into how to process and deal with emotions, which not for nothing. Don't sleep on shit that like you'll be thinking in your head like, oh, this is for kids. Yeah, but here's the thing. Sometimes we be so dumb like us adults. We be so smart that we be dumb. Right. We be so smart because we've learned and we know things that we be dumb in a sense that we close ourselves off to learning new things or to looking at things from a different perspective. Right. So we be smart, but we be real dumb. And here's the thing about that. Sometimes you got to have some you got to you got to go back and look at it and learn it through the lens of a child, because the way things are explained, you know, to children. Yeah. OK. You talking to me like I'm, I'm a child. Yeah, but you understand it, though, right? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yo, you, you you explaining this to me like I'm a kid. Yeah, but you're receiving it. So if I'm sitting here talking to you like an adult and I'm using all of these fucking big words, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to roll your eyes on the inside. You're not going to want to hear shit that somebody's saying. However, if we're explaining it to you like you're a five-year-old kid, you know, you're going to roll your eyes a little bit, but it's going to sink. And it's not going to take too long to sink. You know what I'm saying? It's, you're going to receive it. So, yeah, don't don't sleep on that. Sometimes we be so, um, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm an adult or, you know, I shouldn't have to listen to, you know, advice, the same advice that's given to children. But guess what? Children are fucking human. You know what I'm saying? And even though their demons look different as a child than what our demons look like as a kid, a demon is a demon. Gotta get that motherfucker up. You know, you gotta go. You can't stay here. So, yeah. Just, yeah. Face that shit. If you can. But if you can't face it, then do the small steps until you are capable of facing it. And remember, every small step you take, you celebrate that bitch. You celebrate the small wins because, baby, you need to be here. You need to be here. You know what I'm saying? You 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 are loved. You are wanted here. And and even if you feel otherwise, no, that's not the truth. That's the demons inside of you. You know what I'm saying? And you don't need to let them win. You got this. You could do this shit. You probably been through worse. Listen, every time I go through something that's really bad and I'm like, this is the worst shit I'm ever going to go through. I can't believe I'm going through this and I'm never going to get through this. And then I get through it. And like five years later, I look back and be like, not for nothing that shit was light <laughs> that shit was light i just, please i could have been way more fucked up than that you know what i'm saying i've been way more fucked up than that because every time you're down if you do the steps the right way if you handle the situation the right way you're gonna learn from it and you're gonna grow stronger every time you every time you get up from a down position your knees flex you know what i'm saying they lift your body weight Every time you get up from a down position, your muscles have to flex. They have to contract. They have to, did I say that right? Contract, contract, whatever. Your muscles got to do all of this shit to get you the fuck up to a standing position. Do you understand that? And every time you fall down, the motherfuckers get a little more strong. Because they have to fucking lift you. They've been lifting you every time you fall down. You understand what I'm saying? Every time you fall down, you get stronger. So you might go through a situation where you feel like you're at the lowest of the lows. But once you get out of that situation, your body has now strengthened. 
your your emotional side, your mental state, all of these things, your spirituality, all of these things have strengthened. And because of that, your next fall won't feel as bad. If you fall at all, but you probably will fall because we it's, life is about falling and getting the fuck back up, falling and getting the fuck back up. What they say, you uh you fall down seven times, you get up eight. It's all about falling and getting back up. And the beauty of it is the lessons that you learn every time you fall and you get back up. When you get back up and you start looking around, everything looks different. You can now reassess things in a way that you couldn't before. Okay, when I was down, who abandoned me? And do I need them in my corner? When I was down, you know what I'm saying? What did I miss out on? What kept going? What wasn't, you know, what wasn't thinking about me? What wasn't for me? And how do I keep that away from me now? You know what I'm saying? You got to look at every day as a new slate, a new opportunity. You hear what I'm saying? A new opportunity. Yesterday sucked. But, you know, I can if I wake up tomorrow, I get a chance to make tomorrow different. If 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 the powers that be see that I need to wake the fuck up in the morning. They say, hey, here's another chance. So the shit that you didn't like yesterday, you can change it today. The shit that you wasn't feeling three days ago, guess what? You got an opportunity to fix that. You got an opportunity to feel different. So take that shit. But don't take the opportunity away from yourself because you're down right now. Right now is not forever. I always tell my kids, don't let a bad moment become a bad day. Don't let a fall take you out the game completely. You still here? Put a knee brace on, bitch. Put a knee brace on. Get the icy hot and let's fucking roll. Shit. I get real. <clears throat> like, let's do this. Because, like, I know so many people who always just so, they feel like down all the time. And it's just like, bro, we don't have to be down all the time. Find your win. You know what I'm saying? Get, put your knee braces on. Stand up up you can do this and it starts with the thought of I can do this but if you sitting there letting that shit defeat you right now come on take your baby steps because them demons you don't want them to receive mail at your address you don't want them to become residents you got to get them the fuck up out of there so that you can find your happiness so that you can spread the light that you should be spreading ain't nobody was put here to feel bad all the time Ain't nobody was put here to feel bad all the time, you know, and it's unfortunate that people go through things in their lives that, you know, stack up the traumas that stack up. But baby, unstack them bitches, unstack them, process them, have a yard sale, get them the fuck up out of here. Okay, it's okay to talk to somebody. It's okay to get a therapist. It's okay. Even if you don't feel comfortable getting a therapist, there are therapy podcasts out there that you can just listen in on and take the meat and the potatoes out of what they're saying. The message may not be directly addressed to you, but it may be something that can help you in the long run. It may be something that can help you in another way. I don't believe in organized religion, but if I go to church and the preacher is preaching, I, don't, I could take the whole Jesus part out of it. I could take, you know, I could take the parts that make me feel uncomfortable. I could take that out of it. But if the message is do right to your brothers and sisters, I'm going to take that message. You get what I'm saying? 
if the message is, you know, sometimes you got to lighten the load for the travel, I can take that message. I don't have to, you know, subscribe. Oh, excuse me. I don't have to subscribe to the religion to receive the message. Just like you may be listening to, you know, a TED talk that has nothing to do about religious, but you as a religious person, it may touch something in you or it may ignite something in you that makes your religion, your religious side, you know, spark. It works all ways. When you hear someone speaking, it don't have it might not be the messenger that you're excited about, but take the message. Take it. So if you go to one of these therapy podcasts and, you know, they're talking about something that may not be directly to your situation because they don't fucking know you, obviously, you still need to take what you can and apply that where you can. You know what I'm saying? I'm constantly picking up shit and putting it in my pocket. Not literally, but figuratively when it comes to my healing, because I know, bitch, I I done been through some shit. I done had some emotional shit happen. I done had some traumas. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had to relearn myself. I've had to regrow. And during that process, every time it's like if I'm talking to somebody, they may say something that's insightful. I remember one time I was at the park and a stranger just sat down next to me and we got to talking and he said some shit that was like, you know, um, the same letters that make up listen, make up silent. You have to you have to be one to do the other or some shit like that. And I'm like, oh, that was deep. Mm, okay, I, I, I hear you on that. You know what I'm saying? You take what you can when you can and you just put those tools in your pocket because you never know when you're going to need them. You never know when a situation is going to come up and something that I said four or five podcasts ago, you can now apply to the situation. And now you skate and buy that bitch like, ooh, uh, can't touch this. Ooh, uh, can't touch this. Ooh, uh, can't touch this. You can't get to me. I'm over here, bitch. I'm happy and free. You know what I'm saying? But it might not have applied to you when you first heard the episode. But now it does. Learn to take what you can. If it sounds like when you're reading in school, and I know I'm, I'm a nerd, so I know a lot of y'all probably didn't even do this shit. But when you're reading a book in school, you know you're going to have questions on it. So you highlight the important parts just in case you got to come back to it. You're reading a book, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that sounds important. I probably should highlight that. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those situations. Sometimes it may not, appear, it may not appear that it's... um present in your life right now like you can use it in your life right now put it in your toolbox because some shit may come up and then you'll be like "Ooh, boom here we go here we go I got something for that hold on hold on hold on hand me my bag hand me my bag you know what I'm saying and then you're digging through your bag and boom you pull out just what you need the perfect tool to handle that situation it might have been something somebody had said to you when you was like 16 but you knew how to take a message and put it in your pocket so now you're equipped to handle this shit you feel what I'm saying? Be prepared to receive the message. Highlight what looks like could be useful to you later. Okay? I'm Listen, y'all. I genuinely just want to see y'all feel better, yo. I really do. I really do. And, like, right now, currently, like, I'm not in a bad headspace. You know what I'm saying? I'm not feeling... I'm not feeling down. I'm feeling real optimistic. And I want to share that feeling with you guys. I want you guys to feel optimistic too. I'm excited 
about what's happening in my future. Do I know what the fuck is happening in my future? No, bitch. But let me tell you one thing. I'm talking like I am. I'm talking like I am. I'm feeling real good about where things are moving for me. My spirit is feeling real good. And I want y'all to feel that too. Not for me, but for you. I want you to have what I'm feeling on the inside. I want y'all to feel that shit too. Like I'm wiggling right now because my spirit is just like, woof. Like I'm talking wild, crazy. Like I'm manifesting shit. Like I didn't ask my master, hey, I wonder... What was the first question? What did I say? I said, I wonder. I wonder how long it's going to take before I start acting. Now, I have absolutely no intentions of acting. I've never felt like I wanted to be an actress or anything like that. Like, but it just seems like why the fuck not? You know what I'm saying? In my mind, when I'm looking at this comedy journey that I'm, I'm, you know, start, I'm ready to embark on and ready to, to really take serious. I'm like, yo, I know that I got a lot of work to do. I know I got a lot more performances to do. I know that I got a lot more of showing who I am and networking and, and showing, bitch, I'm me. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot more of that to do. But something in my spirit is telling me like, yo, you somebody going to ask you to either come right on the show or they're going to ask you to come and be in the show you know what I'm saying and, and I'm not re- referring to a stand-up comedy I mean like an actual show like I feel like somebody is going to come to me and say hey this role would probably be great for you so I said that to my man and he's like um he said that he thinks that I probably would do a movie first and I'm like yeah I'm not really trying to do no movie now we're talking like 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 this shit about to happen tomorrow like I got an agent and somebody about to call me like hey girl we got this part and he's like no I think you're gonna do the movie first and then you'll probably get a show and I'm like "Eh, I could see myself as like a little can in a cameo I've always wanted to do a cameo y'all like back when I had a writing team before everybody moved to LA and got all crazy successful and shit my whole thing like all right Ro Timmy right so Ro was uh at the studio and he was working on a song and I told him and the producer tomorrow I was like yo when y'all do the video for this I want a cameo I don't want to say nothing it ain't even got to be a big cameo I already see it in my head I want you know what I mean if y'all walking through the club I just want to be somebody in the background or whatever you walk past me you look at me or you know what I mean look my way and I raise my glass and nod my head like I see you pimping it and I go back to talking to whoever I'm talking to that's all I wanted that was all I wanted and I want and I still want that shit I still want that shit so if you're shooting a music video anybody let me know because I want to raise my glass and tip my head you feel what I'm saying but that's as far as it like it had went you know what I mean so I always wanted that little cameo so I was like yeah I could see myself doing that in a movie and he said um he said that yeah if you do you know if that was to ever happen you probably would even get some lines I said you don't got to give me no lines, but trust me, if I don't have no speaking lines, you know, I'm be extra as hell in the background. If I'm the bartender, I'm be wiping the fuck down after that bar. I'm be, ooh, getting all up in them crevices. It would be watching a movie like, yo, why the bartender going so hard to clean the bar, yo? It's a whole line of people waiting for a drink and she over there scrubbing the fuck out of the corner of the bar where the, where the, uh, where they filming at. Yup. That's me, bitch. I'm extra like that, but I'm really like, it, it's like when I talked about it to him, when, when I speak about it, even now, it don't sound far-fetched. That's what's wild to me. This shit don't sound like I'm talking crazy. This shit sound like, like it's going to happen. 
sooner than I know. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird. And it, maybe I'm manifesting it for real. Maybe these feelings that I'm leaning into, instead of leaning into the fear of what's to come or what may not come, I'm leaning into this light that I feel inside of me, this this light that makes me wiggle because I can't I can't sit still because I'm so fucking excited. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's that's where I'm at with it right now. And I want that feeling for everybody. Y'all, I literally said to him, I literally said, um, I wonder if that's gonna come before or after my Netflix special. Who told this bitch she was gonna have a Netflix special? And why, when I say it, I feel like I'm really going to have me a Netflix special. I really feel like that. I really do. And I don't even feel like it's a long time away. Like, I really feel like my shit going to pop soon. And I'm sure that every comedian and every performer out there, you know, has had moments where they really just feel like that, whether it happens or not. But guess what? I'd rather lean into that feeling than leaning into the doubt. I'd rather feed that fantasy and, 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 and call it a manifestation than to lean into the doubt of what can not happen. You know what I'm saying? What potentially may not happen, who may not see me, who may not hear me, what I may not be doing. Now, I want to think about that show that I wrote that I started writing with my cousin. I want to think about that. You know what I'm saying? I want to get myself in front of the people who can see that. OK, she who the fuck? somebody's at my door i want to get myself in front of the people who see that okay she's serious about this or she's good let me see is this the mailman i don't really like recording with people at home because i'll be feeling like i gotta kind of in case i start talking shit about them i gotta chill or whatever and my front door is still locked so unless maybe it was the mailman or a breeze or something that's not loading oh yeah it was a breeze cool um, but anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the show, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get, I know that at some point or another, I'm going to get in front of somebody who's going to see like, yo, this bitch got something here. Like, let's, let's, let's talk and see what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be in front of somebody who is going to see my potential and they are going to really like help position me to reach the goals that I want to reach. Now, if it happens, Let's fucking go. If it doesn't happen, let's fucking go. I'm still going to do what is making my heart happy. Okay. And I, I, I leave space to understand that some things may not be for me. It may not be my time or whatever. But this feeling inside of me right now, it's not saying that it's not my time. <laughs> this feeling inside of me right now is saying you spent years years wanting these things when I was younger y'all no exaggeration I wanted to be a radio personality no exaggeration none I wanted to be a radio personality when I finally when I went to college I was studying mass communications shit wasn't ringing off for me I was not feeling it in my spirit they wanted me to do all of these things that did not involve communicating I didn't want to do math stuff I want to write you know what I'm saying? I want to talk. I want to develop content, even though back then we weren't really using those words, developing content rather. But I wanted to be completely honest and prayers to, you know, her mental state right now. But 
I want it to be a Wendy Williams. Maybe not as gossipy and opinionated in the gossip, but I wanted to be a Wendy Williams. I wanted to have my own radio show where people would come and hear what I had to say. My thoughts, excuse me, I just hit the table. My thoughts, you feel what I'm saying? And not for nothing, it may not be on the scale of what I saw it as as a kid, but if I detach what I believe, um, if I detach from the from the exact way that I saw things as a child, to be completely honest, look at me right now. It's not a radio show, but radio shows aren't that big anymore. I have my own podcast. You know what I'm saying? I have I have a you know, it may not be a great deal of listeners, but it's people that come here and listen to me. You know what I'm saying? And hear my thoughts. And it's people that hit me up and say, hey, your podcast really helped me out today. You know what I'm saying? That shit is immeasurable. See, I'm about to fucking tear up right now because that shit touches me in a way that is like, yo, bro, I'm really not here. Like I make jokes, you know what I'm saying? I have my opinions on shit, but I really want everybody to feel amazing. I really want good things for everybody. I really firmly believe that everybody should, I'm not going to say everybody deserves good things because I'm not in a space to really like determine what you deserve, but I want everybody to experience this feeling. I want everybody to feel like the light. Because why not? Why shouldn't you feel like the light? You woke up this morning. Why wake up to feel like the darkness? Wake up and feel like the light because you got another opportunity. You know what I'm saying? If shit don't if shit don't pop off for me the way that I say it, guess what? I still have another day. You know, when I wake up, it's still another opportunity for me to find my avenue, for me to feel, for me to find what makes me continue to feel like the light. You feel what I'm saying? So I just really want that for people. And I really, 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 really want my cameo, my Netflix special. <laughs> more than that, though, more than my cameo and my Netflix special, I really, 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 really want my fucking show, y'all. When I tell y'all I've had this show in my head, I like for years, like I'm, it's, I, you know, probably since I had AJ, not probably since I've had AJ. Like I've always wanted to write on a show and stuff like that. But when I had AJ and we like it solidified our family unit and like we came together and said, all right, this is really what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, after after my pregnancy, I was like, bro, and I'm living life as like a, a full time primary mom. I couldn't I'm like, yo, the shit was just writing itself. It was just writing itself. And then when we moved back, when we moved back to Jersey, it was just like, oh my God, the, the, the writing is right there. Like, oh, this is fucking crazy. Like I got jokes on jokes on jokes. I don't have any formal TV writing skills, but the show would fucking be crazy, bro. It'd be fucking hilarious. Even as I'm sitting there writing out the characters and like their traits and like what's you know specifically special about them i'm reading it back to my family and they're fucking hollering because it's like all right yo <laughs> you a fucking mess all right but i see where you're going you know what i'm saying so with that said um tyler perry holla at me um prep you know what no not tyler perry tyler perry i need to curse um so i mean if you want to holla at me we could tame it down a little bit i can give you a great value version but otherwise you know I need my shit on like HBO Max or like, you know what I'm saying? I need so I need to be somewhere where I don't have to like limit, you know what I mean? I can say what the fuck I want to say in my writing. And anyways, so battling the demons. <laughs>
Um, I want everybody to feel this way. I want everybody to feel as optimistic about the future as I do. And it's not just because of the things that I have going on. It's genuinely because I'm tired. I'm tired of feeling like I'm not enough. I'm tired of feeling like I'm not cutting it. Like I could be doing more. You know what I'm saying? Like some days I literally just kind of walk around the house and I'm walking around the house with my recorder. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, I really didn't really, I, I didn't do shit all day. But in reality, I unload them with my recorder and there's fucking 18 jokes that I've recorded throughout the day. So it's like a small win is still a win. I felt like I wasn't doing much. But then when I'm playing back the content that I've drummed up for the day, the jokes that I've drummed up, I'm like, yo, you you really came up with like mad jokes. And I don't know how other people, how other comedians and stuff, how they operate and how they, you know, catalog their stuff. Um, I'm not a set based person. I'll come up with individual jokes and depending on the mood, depending on the audience and the vibe, I'll just pull one from my repertoire. I'll just, you know, go from there, you know, but either way. A small win is a small win because I definitely would feel like, okay, I didn't do anything all day, but I now have 18 jokes. If I literally open up the the whole file, because, you know, I have individual folders, but if I open up the whole file of all of the jokes that I've recorded over the last three, four weeks, I probably could do um, an hour Netflix special. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's not what it's for. You know what I'm saying? I record... And I get my content down, I work on my content, and I keep it moving, you know? And this is what's been making me feel like the light. I feel like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm in my purpose, you know? And now that's, like I said, years and years and years of me just deciding, me feeling dark, me feeling like I'm not good enough and having imposter syndrome and, you know, gathering all the material, but doing nothing with it because I'm afraid. Because I'm a, I don't even think that I was afraid of failure. And that's what's crazy. I was just staying in a dark place. I don't even think I was afa- afraid of failure because even in my my darkest moments, I would use comedy to, to, to lighten it up. I would laugh at myself. I would make jokes about myself. And it's like, you know, it's dark, but it, it's funny because it's true. You know what I'm saying? But this is years and years and years of me doing this to help me feel better and then just deciding like you know what this 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 note that I've been writing down jokes on since you know 2020 let me go ahead and see what's actually hit what it's hitting for what can be used or where where it can go you know what I'm saying like I just got tired of feeling down and decided that I'm going to take the next chance that come up and that was Pacer going outside. I'm going to take the next chance that come up. And when I decided that, like very the very next day, there was a chance that came up. And I took it and ran with it. And I'm like, yo, I, I want to do this forever now. I love this. I love this. I love connecting with people. I love talking to people. I may be an ambivert, but at the same time, you know, when my social battery is charged, I'm, I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and I love now saying to myself, be present in the moment. Sometimes when people speak to me, I only, you know, I'm only like, I'm not saying I'm half listening, but I'm, I'm half invested in the conversation. 
lately I've been really like being super present in the moment, hearing, you know what I'm saying? Visualizing when people talk and it's like, I know that I either might stare at your lips, but that's because I, I, I like closed, closed captions and people don't speak with closed captions. So I have to kind of stare at your lips to make sure that I'm understanding and I'm hearing what you're intending to say the right way. Right. So I may like lean in, squint a little bit, but that just means that I'm listening real hard for real. Like I'm out. You got me. I'm, I'm into it. Tell me what's up. You know what I'm saying? I'm being more present and I'm feeling, I just feel like if I, if I'm able to feel up right now, I want to share that up feeling. Usually we, I'm, I'm down and I'm like, yeah, we just, it's us against us. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. No, right now I'm feeling up. So I want to share that. I want to reach back and, you know, with my good energy, I want to reach back and give a hand. Hey, if you need some good energy, come grab this bitch. Huh? Grab my hand. Come on. Let me help you. Let me pull you to where the feel good is. You feel what I'm saying? Let me bring you up here to where you can see that you are something of importance. You understand? You don't have to be sad. You don't have to live with these demons, but you do have to do the work to get them to fuck about your house. And it's possible. It's possible. You can do that shit. So if you have some dark days, baby, just know, like, like Glorilla said, tomorrow, tomorrow, everything can change tomorrow. I made a post on Instagram and my stories where I was like, I had like four chapsticks in my hand yesterday. Today, I can't find not one. So much can change in a day, bro. Good and bad. Now you see, you could listen to that and be like, "Dang, you could have like you could have a real bad, you could have a real good day tomorrow and a real bad day, uh, excuse me, a real good day today and a real bad day tomorrow." Yeah, but you can also have a real good day today and a real good day tomorrow. Like things can change. Oh, you know what I mean? Like you just gotta, bro, just be here for the change. You know, be active in the change. If you know that you are in a dark space and you say, okay, tomorrow's coming. What can you do to help lighten that darkness? It don't have to be a lot. Baby steps. Dang, we had an hour 17. I ain't even realize it. It's one o'clock. Sheesh. All right, y'all. Well wishes. This whole episode was a fucking well wish. (laughs) I wish you guys peace. I wish you guys patience. I wish you guys, you know, good health because that's the thing now too. Um, springtime, pollen is the fuck out. I wish you guys, you know, Benadryl <laughs> and whatever you need to calm your allergies. Um, I wish you guys peace from dealing with your children, peace from dealing with the internet. Take some moments for yourself, you know. Don't forget to to take some time for yourself without your phone, without any noise or whatever and just breathe okay it it sounds like fluff but trust me that shit it it works just take a moment (sighs) all right I got this okay be your cheer be your cheerleader okay I can cheer for you as much as I can but trust me it's it's very helpful if you're being proactive in the process as well okay so yeah that's my well wishes and for myself I wish a good set tonight all right this is this is I wish comfort you know I wish comfort and flow in my evening so 
We'll see how things go. Hopefully they go well. And that reinforces what I believe about my future. And if it doesn't go well, guess what? Tomorrow's another day for me to work on what I need to work on and then reinforce what I believe about my future. Because what's the purpose of of giving up? You know, what's the purpose of giving up when when you feel and you see that you are capable all right y'all y'all enjoy when i'm put this out today i guess if i got some time i can edit and put it out today um i probably won't do no deep edits so if there's miscellaneous bullshit in there trust me my bad oh y'all i i hear you but ain't um ain't got that um yeah so happy 420 smoke responsibly stay away from bad weed stay away from the airy if you're going to do an edible, make sure that you can handle it uh, and don't do drugs. Yeah. All right. Happy 420, y'all. Be safe. I'll see y'all next week.